0: Hello everyone and welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network with a lot more content coming your way throughout the entire offseason. Make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas for more Cowboys content and more Mavericks content. But tonight we will discuss what a Rams-like all-in would, would look like for the Dallas Cowboys. Because we are, we are all envying the Rams a little bit, at least. Because they, they were super aggressive in their way of building their team. And I think that each and every one of the other 31 NFL fan bases right now are looking at what the Rams did. Maybe even what the Buccaneers did by acquiring Tom Brady. But I kind of ruled that out because that was such a specific situation, right? With Tom Brady being available and all of that. I think that the Rams approach is the one that is truly a study case around the NFL. Because they really stepped away from conventional wisdom when it comes to team building in the league. They started trading away first round draft picks. They started spending so much money in free agents, and then they started making these aggressive moves within the season by adding Von Miller and then getting OBJ when the whole Browns thing happened, and it paid off for them. So now we're left here thinking, does it make sense for the Dallas Cowboys to take a similar path to build a team that is able to play in the Super Bowl and perhaps even win it, ending a drought that has lasted for? Way too long, over 25 years to be more specific. However, the Rams context and the Cowboys context is way different. And I thought that tonight we should take a look at what it would look like taking into account the Cowboys context, the players that they have, the fact that they have a quarterback, which is maybe not what the Rams could have said about having Jared Goff under center. So we'll get into all of that. But first of all, what is up, guys? Thank you for joining the show. Shout out to you guys who are watching on YouTube, to the Facebook audience as well. I see Peter Riso. I see Tommy, Primetime Phil, Burner account as always. Do me a favor and make sure that you hit the like button so we can get this video in front of more Cowboys fans and we can continue to grow the ADC Sports Dallas community that, by the way, I am so excited about next week. I am hyped for next week because ADC Sports Dallas is just about to take that next step that we've been wanting to take for a while. And I cannot wait to share that with you. I'm excited about it. And I think Will is excited about it. And everyone who is involved with ADC Sports is excited. So, hey, can't wait for next maybe Wednesday, I believe. Uh, I don't even know what day is it anymore. But, hey. Getting ahead of myself, just stay tuned for some news that are going to be exciting. Uh, Tommy says, win the Super Bowl by any means necessary. Jay I reminding people to hit the like button as well. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Okay, so going all in sounds like a good idea on paper, right? But not everyone is maybe in the position to do so. And I think that it's easy to overlook the fact that, hey, the Rams did have Sean McVay and they did finish in the top 10 offensively in the NFL for three of the four seasons that McVay played coached with Jared Goff. So that's just to give you an idea of how good was the Rams project even before really going all in in 2021. Top, trio, uh, top 10 offense, 3 out of 4 seasons with Jared Goff. They were in the Super Bowl in 2018. They had Aaron Donald with Jalen Ramsey, a couple of the best defenders in football. Definitely the best defender, in my opinion, in Aaron Donald. And arguably the best cornerback in Jalen Ramsey. So they were definitely in a very different spot, I believe. And you take a look at the current state of the Cowboys... And I don't know that you can say the same, but here's what I do know. Some offensive numbers could get you excited if you're discussing the Cowboys. Now, I know that right now we are frustrated with Kellen Moore. I know that right now we are wondering if the Cowboys would have been better off getting another offensive coordinator or moving on from even the head coach. I know that's still going on in the minds of Cowboys Nation. But hey, some stats are worth looking at. And even though they do not do not tell the whole story, they are interesting and they are important. And here is where the Cowboys rank since 2019 when Callen Moore took over for the Cowboys offensively. And this includes a 2020 season in which Dak Prescott was not even around for most of the season. Since 2019, the Cowboys are the number eight offense in terms of efficiency measured by EPA per play. These numbers are courtesy of running backs don't matter. Don, dot com, RBSDM.com. Number three offense in success rate, which basically takes away, you know, Success rate measures whether the play had any positive EPA per play, but it doesn't distinguish between a big play and a smaller kind of play. just measures if it was a successful play or not. Plus, talking about the Cowboys context, they have a quarterback, which is an important development in and of itself because the Rams had to go get Matthew Stafford. And if you're talking about a Rams-like all-in, That is one step less that the Cowboys would need to make. So the question for you guys right now would be true or false? Are the Cowboys in a position for an all-in season? Would you say that is true or would you say that is false? Because that is the first step to really convince ourselves if the Cowboys should make a Rams-like all-in approach to 2022. Do you believe right now that the Cowboys are in a position to go all in? Also, another thing that you could take into account is the current state of the NFC. The fact that Tom Brady is out of the picture within the conference. Aaron Rodgers might be. We really don't know what will happen with Aaron Rodgers. Over 150K people were watching uh, the Pat McAfee show yesterday and... (laughs) five minutes into his appearance and and that might be too much actually, but right away he said, there is not, not going to be any news right now. So we don't know what will happen with Aaron Rodgers. We don't know what will happen with Kyler Murray, but Hey, the Cowboys might be in a position to say, you know what? We have one of the best quarterbacks in the conference in 2022. It might happen. Now, Mixed answers, which, which is what I would have expected out of the question. True or false? Cowboys are in a position for an all-in season. Young star says true on Facebook. Burner account says repeatedly false. Uh, let's see. The Guru says Rams don't have a stud offensive line or a Martin or Tyrant Smith, but they still made it work, which might be kind of a true. I don't know if I'm interpreting this correctly. Primetime Field says that it's false. Peter Rizzo goes with true. Uh, Roy Fletcher says false. No, already have the quarterback and defense. Robert Took is true. Ryan Doyle says true. Prescott's arrow is pointing down. Ezekiel Elliott's arrow is pointing down. And Amari Arrow is pointing down. Wow. So interesting perspective from Ryan. He says that it is true, but also because he's discussing the window that the Cowboys have to go on and win a championship, which is also part of the discussion if you're discussing a potential all-in. So, because that is the exercise that we are making in this episode, we will move forward with the project, even if the majority of the answers were false. I will say that I don't expect the Cowboys to really take an all-in approach to this season. That is something that I think we have learned better than that. We know better than that. We know that the more most likely strategy for this offseason is the same old strategy that the Cowboys have been using for years. So that is an important disclaimer right now. This is not a prediction of what will happen in the Cowboys offseason. This is just us looking at how it would look like if they did. And I believe that... Going all-in for the Cowboys means one specific thing. Right now, there are over $20 million over the cap. That definitely, undoubtedly has to change in order for the Cowboys to be in a position to do so. And that means making a long-term commitment with certain players that are in positions to restructure contracts. Now, that has been the status quo of the way the Cowboys do things in the offseason as well. Usually, we are talking about contract restructures in Dallas because that's the way they've been able to open up more cap space and open up more cap space. But I think that if you are talking about going all in, you need to really, really restructure just about any player that provides an important benefit or relief to the salary cap. And that includes, and I know some people will absolutely hate what I am about to say, but that includes Tyron Smith, for whom we have long-term concerns, and that includes Ezekiel Elliott. And we are already complaining about the contract situation with Ezekiel Elliott because right now the Cowboys don't have flexibility to do anything with it. But I believe that if you're talking about going all in in one season, you need to really open up as much cap space as you can. You are playing with the philosophy of this is the year that we might win the Super Bowl. And that means not creating roster needs. And that means not letting Michael Gallup maybe go. That means not letting go of Amari Cooper to open up cap space. No, that means really restructuring all of the players that you know Can start. So I know a lot of people will hate the idea of restructuring Ezekiel Elliott and Tyron Smith. But within this context, if we're talking about going all in, that's the definition of all in. We cannot have it both ways. We cannot ask for the Cowboys to go all in, but then say, yeah, but don't open all of the cap space that you can open. So once again, this is just the exercise that we are doing because I'm looking at the comments right now that Tommy was saying, don't say it, Mo. Hell no, not sick. So hey, I get it. I don't like the idea of restructuring maybe CKL and maybe even Tyron Smith. But if we're discussing going all in, this is the path to take. Remember, we cannot have it both ways. So this is the Cowboys current outlook according to overthecap.com. The first picture is the current projection, the current situation in which they're at. For 2022, they're over $22 million over the cap. That is without any restructures. And then we have the second picture, which is, and I'm describing it for the podcast audience as well. Shout out to the podcast audience listening on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen the podcast on. You can also check out the ADC Sports Dallas shows over there. So we have a second picture after the restructures, but that doesn't include the Ezekiel Elliott and Tyron Smith restructure. Those would put the Cowboys at $30.5 million under the cap. And I, I will let you know that is restructuring Dak Prescott, That opens up fifteen million dollars, and these these numbers are according to the over the cap calculator. They might not be exact. The Marcus Lawrence he opens up twelve million dollars in the cap. Then you can restructure Amari Cooper, who opens up about twelve million dollars. Zach Martin about seven million. Then you get to Lyle Collins, who I believe is also kind of a no brainer, six million dollars and that gets you to 30.5 million dollars under the cap. But again, I think that we need to include Tyron Smith and Ezekiel Elliott if we're discussing going all in because that in turn would up, would open up 9 million dollars and 8 million dollars respectively. 9 for Ezekiel Elliott and 8 for Tyron Smith. And you might be thinking, "Ah, that's not too much." But hey, that would put you at million under the cap. Seems like a long time ago we were discussing the fact that the Cowboys are right now $22 million over it. So that would be the Cowboys situation if they really go crazy with the restructors. I need to go back to the disclaimer once again. I don't think that this is going to happen. We're just exploring what a Rams-like approach could look like for the Dallas Cowboys. The question for you guys is, are you in favor or against going all-in with the restructures? Michael says, they can restructure, mark my word, Stephen Jones will be singing from the same hymn book this time next year, a Jones tactic. Uh, Burner account says, I think Stephen Jones... (laughs) (laughs) He <laughs> might, man. Uh, Restructure says Jason Renfro, the whole offensive line. Uh, Tommy915 says, $39 million is good enough. Don't don't touch six contract. Uh, Gregory says, against Dallas Junk is in favor of the restructures. The Guru says, and we cannot afford to franchise tag anyone this year. But if you go crazy, like we are suggesting tonight, Like if you open up 48 million, if you are 48 million under the cap, I think you could even franchise tag Dalton Schultz and be happy about it. Like the Cowboys could be comfortable. And and I'm talking about a franchise tag for Dalton Schultz within this scenario because you don't really care about a long-term deal. You're going all in. So you're doing everything in your power To have as many players available. I I do think that you cannot have it uh, both ways. And I think this would be the way to go. Now with $48 million in the salary cap. That would put the Cowboys in an interesting position. Because, okay, the, the Rams got Matthew Stafford via a trade with the Detroit Lions. They also, during the season, got Von Miller. They got Odell Beckham. I don't know. I cannot figure this out specifically. And I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts in the chat. I don't exactly know what the Cowboys would be looking for, whether it's in free agency or whether it's via the trade market. And I put together a lot of possibilities, maybe here in my notebook, because I think that's an important part of the plan. Now that you opened up so much space in the salary cap, if you are to go all in, then what is next is big acquisitions and maybe one or two playmakers that really could make a difference in 2022. Uh Gregory says, I just don't think Dallas is at the point of blowing it all up. And this might not even be blowing it all up. This might just be, well, rolling the dice and going all in. Uh, I agree with Sky Steel and Schultz's guru. Not worth tagging as he's not a feature guy, but more of a product of the system. Now, just to rewind a little bit. Last night, we discussed on primetime the franchise tag and Dalton Schultz. I'm not in favor in general of tagging Schultz or even Gregory this season. But within this context, I would like it. Within this scenario, discussing the all in here. Uh, Jesse Bates says Shane Carter from ADC Sports Dallas and Lakin Tomlinson to, you know, really biff off the, the left guard position and replace Connor Williams, Lakin Tomlinson, who has been playing outside zone for the 49ers for a long time, could be could be a, a, a good ad in, in free agency. Not a super fan of Tomlinson, but I could see him work with the, with the Dallas Cowboys. I would be thinking more of maybe what Tommy is saying here. I would sign Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams if we had all that money. I didn't consider Devante Adams because I don't see him getting out of Green Bay unless it's via a trade. Like, I think that the Packers are guaranteed to franchise tag Devante Adams. Now, Chandler Jones is a good one because I think that you can put Bond Miller and Chandler Jones in the conversation. Miller projected to sign a $70 million per year contract while Chandler Jones is at 16.75 in the PFF projections. I was thinking also about, as you can see in the graphic, Ryan Jensen from the Tampa Bay Bucks projected to sign a $13 million per year contract. I wonder if the Cowboys go, you know what, we like Tyler Viadish, but Ryan Jensen could really solve a big problem along the Cowboys offensive line for 2022 uh Dario says Garoppolo I don't think now that would be a downgrade in my opinion for the quarterback position Marcus May could be interesting uh, intriguing Says burner account could be as well now I don't know what what the Stefan Gilmer situation will be like I figured that they will figure out a way to keep him in Carolina but if he becomes available for one reason or another Stephon Gilmore, I would love him in the Cowboys specifically because he is this man-to-man cornerback and the Cowboys played man coverage at the third highest rate in the NFL in 2021. Now, then there's, of course, the Michael Gallup conversation. If you have $48 million available to you in the salary cap, then re-signing Michael Gallup becomes a very high possibility, even a probability. But there's also other paths that you could take. And I was thinking about maybe trading, say, a day two draft pick for Brandon Cooks, who is said to have a $5 million cap hit in 2022. Brandon Cooks could really fit into the Cowboys offense, I believe. There's also a potential trade for Marcus Peters. If we are discussing big time cornerbacks, it could also have a low cap number and really just allow the Cowboys to also go all in, not only in the terms of the salary cap, but also with draft capital resources. Tommy says, nah, I'd go get a better option than Gallup. I don't know what that exactly would look like, Tommy. Like, Hmm. I know that people have been speculating about Jarvis Landry being a potential trade candidate in 2022 during the offseason. I don't know if people would consider Jarvis Landry an upgrade over Michael Gallup. Uh, I would not re-sign Gallup at all anyways. Anyways, his burner account, Uh, let's see. Agreed, Tom Downey start with McCarthy. Von Miller would be fun too, says Shane Carter, but I'm biased. Hey, Von Miller would be fun. Uh, Godwin says Tommy915, getting crazy. Ooh, I like it. Uh, let's see. The Kansas City Chiefs drafted two rookie starters to improve their offensive line. Can Cowboys do the same at left guard or and center? <sighs> at least one of them. I think, that if, I think that the Cowboys will be in a spot with the 24th pick in which they are going to be able to do so. Ooh, Tommy getting crazy. Mike Williams. I would absolutely love getting Mike Williams. He he will likely be expensive. He might be closer to the twenty million dollars range. I uh, don't think he will fully get there, but I would expect him to to maybe make around seventeen million dollars per year. I am super biased when it comes to Mike Williams. I called him Little Death when he was in the draft process. I'm a Clemson fan, and What I would love about Mike Williams is that he's this big red zone target that the Cowboys could exploit. Like, I am not sure that they have been exploiting their weapons right now in the roster. Like, I don't know that Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb are used the way Mike Williams could be used in the red zone. Robbie Anderson, burner account says, I would call Carolina and what would they want for, for Robbie Anderson? post routes all day, Allen Robinson. Yeah, so that's like the one acquisition that the Cowboys could make in free agency if they went all in. Or maybe if we are really just out here copying what the Rams did, how about buying low on OBJ? And I think they would really buy low on him because he might sign this one-year prove-it deal The Cowboys might not risk a lot in the long term and get OBJ involved. Why not? Disclaimer for those of you who are just tuning into the show. These are not predictions. These are just our look at what a Rams-like all-in approach would look like for the Cowboys. We need to upgrade at punt returner, says Guru. Could be interesting as well. Uh, Let's see. Crystal says, we are going downhill now thanks to Jerry. We're losing lots, no money. Uh, The frustration in Cowboys Nation is palpable. And hey, it's more than justified, by the way. OBJ sounds good to me. This is Robert Chook. JC Jackson. I didn't include JC Jackson because I don't think that the Patriots let him go. But hey, if he becomes available, add JC Jackson to the list. Let's get those man-to-man cornerbacks. Uh, let's see, Burner account. But again, Mo, if we are going all in, then let's do it from the top down in the whole organization. Yeah, but that won't happen. That's the thing. And I know this will not happen either. But if the starting point is just removing Jerry Jones, then that's a bit too much of a fantasy for me. (laughs) That becomes a a whole new genre, you know? But hey, I can see that that what you mean, definitely. Uh, Patriots are crazy for not wanting to re-sign JC Jackson. Says Dallas Young, you know what? Patriots fans, uh, Patriots fans are, are are crazy as well because of what what they have been able to enjoy in the last few years. But I don't know if Dallas Young is talking more about the organization here. Uh, Jane Carter says not only would Brandon Cooks feel the boy Gallup left with his ability to stretch the field, but he's owed no more guaranteed money. So if they wanted to get out of his deal, they could in 2023. Yeah. Out of all the players that we have mentioned, Brandon Cooks is one that I would love, even if, even if we're not talking about the Cowboys going all in. Like even in a realistic scenario, Brandon Cooks should be of the, of interest for the Cowboys. I don't know what his going rate would look like, though, because you would need to make a trade for him. But because his contract situation is so favorable for any team that trades for him, I would guess that he would be expensive. I would guess that it would be a third-round pick for Brandon Cooks, maybe even a second-round draft pick. But, hey, if they're asking a third round for Brandon Cooks, I wouldn't oppose it, to be honest. I wouldn't. Rams have a better head coach, in my honest opinion, says, Dario, hey, I don't think anyone here will argue that because I think that right now, Sean McVay is what? A top, I don't even know, a top five coach for sure. I don't think anyone will argue that. And I don't think anyone will argue that McCarthy is better than McVeigh because that would be crazy. What is up, Damon? Thank you for joining the show, uh, Cooper Wells as well in YouTube, Jason Renfro, Stephen Gilmore is viable right now. Anyways, I hope that you enjoyed this look at the Rams like all in. It was fun putting this together. I I I take a lot of hand grinning notes, <laughs> and I thought it was going to be a fun experience for us all here in the show. Now, as every Wednesday, let's get to one cool thing. And I know, I think it was Jason who asked about the one cool thing segment on Monday. So I'm guessing that he has something cool to share. I have an amazing one, which is not a personal one at all. It is just a random sports thing that was floating around social media and I was losing my mind on Sunday geeking out over this old 22 clip. I will show it to you in a moment. But first, what is your one cool thing of the week? As every Wednesday, it is already Wednesday. Man, the the week has flown by to me. But what is your one cool thing? Let me know. It can be a personal thing. It can be a professional thing, a sports-related thing or Cowboys-related thing. Whatever you want it to be, what is your one cool thing of the week? In the meantime, I will tell you mine really quickly because, man, the Immaculate Reception has been around for, you know, the legend of it for the longest time. We've all heard about the Immaculate Reception. We've all heard about Franco Harris and perhaps the most famous NFL play ever. Maybe the competitors would be one that we don't like, which would be maybe the catch. I don't know if the helmet catch could also be in there. But look at this angle of the Immaculate Reception. I didn't know this existed until Sunday. Shout out to Highlight Heaven on Twitter for putting this out. But this is an all-22 clip of the Immaculate Reception. And I didn't even know this existed. I thought the legends were true about no other angles existing for this play Take a look at this. This is the the Franco Harris Immaculate Reception. Look at Terry Bradshaw scrambling. Franco Harris is just taking off right now. And then there you go. The rest is history. I didn't know this existed and I cannot stop watching it for a lot of reasons. First of all, the coverage. The coverage is crazy. It looks like they're playing with three safeties out there, but it's also man coverage. And I don't know that match coverage was around in those times. But then the other thing, and I will play it again, don't worry. Look at, look at, try to find Franco Harris as soon as you can, all right? Let's, I'm going to restart the clip. Try to find Franco Harris as soon as, as soon as you can. And look at where he is. There he is in Pass Pro, helping out on the right side. Broad choice scrambling. And just now, Harris takes off. And of course, the pass is not intended to him. We all know that. But it's still so crazy to look like in the all-22 perspective. Look at that. Of course, this play will always be debated. Some people say that it touched the ground. Some people say that it was illegal because it bounced off the offensive player. I don't think that makes a lot of sense. I think based on this clip, I don't know. To me, it looks like the ball bounces off the Raiders' uh, defensive back chest. But, hey, that, that clip was insane. I cannot stop watching it. All right. So, your one cool thing. Thank you for participating on the, on the activity, of course. Crystal says, I get a snow day tomorrow. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Tommy says, I found out Sunday my first grandchild is going to be a boy. Hey, Tommy, Congratulations. Uh, Dario says that he saw Mike McCarthy at Chipotle at this point. I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, Cooper well says being sick for two days. Well, I hope that you get better Cooper. That sucks. I hope that you get better. Uh, let's see. Shane Carter says, Oh yes, that's right. Congratulations to Shane. He says your boy got engaged and will be in Vegas for the draft Shane, Congratulations. Happy for you. ADC sports Dallas writer here, by the way, in the chat, uh, Congratulations, for real. Let's see. Uh, NASCAR is back, says Gregory. I'm not big into NASCAR, but I will tell you what. They came to my hometown, the the Mexico Series. What was it? Was it in 2019, I think? Pre-pandemic, definitely. And it was definitely fun to watch it in person. Uh, Jason Renfro. My one cool thing is that I want a signed jersey by Demarcus Lawrence this week. That is insane. Sign, signed jersey by D-Law. Cole, Jason, congratulations. I can see why you were asking on Monday. Let's see. Uh, Cooper Cup is a free agent, says Damon Davis. I don't Oh, That is true. I, I don't see him going out of there. But, hey, that is true. If we're discussing the Cowboys all in, you can never rule anything out, I guess. My first time ever seeing Franco Harris catch as All-22. Hey, I couldn't believe it either. I was freaking out on Sunday over it. What is up, Matt Owen? Thank you for joining the show. Uh, My one cool thing says, Matt, taking my son Felix to the Atlanta Hawks game this weekend. Front row seats. I hope that you enjoy, Matt. That is amazing. Hope that you enjoy uh, hey, I don't know either, Burner. What happened to Stevie Mack? I have not seen him around here for a while. All right, a few more before we get out of here. Don't worry. Let's see, let's see. Damon Davis says that was the Raiders' fault because everyone looked around and stopped uh, going to dinner at the old homestead in Atlantic City on the 5th of March, says Ryan Doyle. Hey, I hope that you enjoy as well. Yay for the USFL. <laughs> yeah, yay for the USFL. Got a lighter robot, so I never had <laughs> hey, that is a big win, and that is a cool thing. I want one of those, I guess. I don't know. I don't have cats though. <laughs> that that is cool. Anyways, guys, thank you for joining ADC Sports Downs Primetime. This was a fun episode. Hope that you enjoyed. Remember that you can watch the shows here on Facebook or YouTube, but you can also catch them on podcast platforms on Spotify, iTunes wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, a, mo- a few moments after the show is streamed live. You can also catch them at there if you prefer. If you ever miss any of these lives, check out adcsports.com Dallas for more Cowboys articles and Mavericks articles. And hey, hope that you enjoy your Wednesday. I will see you tomorrow, 8 p.m. Central. I'm your primetime host, Mauricio Rodriguez. Thank you, guys, and I will see you tomorrow night.